Welcome to the Joy-Fueled Motherhood Podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Andrea, and we're your hosts. We're just two moms having candid conversations about motherhood and choosing to find the joy and fun in it all. We believe that being a mother is your greatest role. We want to help you be content and confident as a mother. Motherhood is under attack. Today's world is pulling us away from all that motherhood has in store for us and normalizing being discontent, disconnected, and deceived as a mom. We believe finding the joy is what makes it fun and the only way is through Christ and His Word. We want to inspire you and equip you through these conversations to walk daily and seek Him out to find the joy that is waiting for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Joy-Fueled Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea. And Brooke here. We are on to episode nine, and we are continuing our conversation of community today. This has been such a just fun discussion. I feel like one that women have really, really connected with, and we're really excited to dive in. So I think to kick us off, Brooke, we were talking about this. What do you think of when you think of community? Like, let's kind of like list off mm. some words yeah. that would maybe define community. The first thing that comes to mind is friendships. Mm. We would talk about that. We talked about it in our last episode, but, you know, just belonging to the, a group of friends or families as a whole and support. Yes. You know. Support. That's a big one. <laughs> teamwork is another one. Mm-hmm. You know, you really have to work as a team to make it work. Yep. Yeah, being together. When I think of community, I think of that. Mm. Um, Being like-minded. Yes. (laughs) Um, That's helpful. Yes, right? Being faithful, like, to each other, you know, sort of that whole dependence on people. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that would be a a good way to sort of define community also. You know, and I think the biggest question to do after you hear that, as you're listening to this, is... Does your current community look like this? Right. You know, like, I think we really want to encourage all you mamas to, like, step back and really think on this. Like, what does your current community look like? Yeah. And you might need to take a really good look at your community and say, is this the one I belong in? Right. Is this something that is bringing me closer to the Lord Mm. or is this community kind of pulling me down. I mean, you've heard that analogy probably about the crabs in the bucket Mm. and they're always reaching up, pulling the other ones that are trying to get out of the bucket Mm. down. You get the concept of, you know, as you're trying to deepen your relationship with the Lord and grow your family in that too and lead your family well, as a mother, you don't want those people around you hindering that. Yes. And it's not like they're going to magically change I mean we pray for those things and we pray for that they see you know sometimes if they're doing those things but I think you're you have to look at your community and sometimes make difficult decisions yeah I mean if the goal is like with this podcast to have a joy-fueled motherhood Mm -hmm. and like we said the joy of the Lord is our strength you know we are really trying to change you know we're trying to make better choices for ourselves, for our family, on our spiritual walks Mm -hmm. to really have that joy in our homes so we can mother better, create more peaceful atmospheres. I mean, all those things we've talked about on this season. Truly be a Proverbs 31 woman. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think community is a huge piece of that. It really is. I don't think you can 
try to walk this walk that we are encouraging you to walk on, having a community that isn't encouraging you or helping you or equipping you or inspiring you or, you know, doing all the things that we just listed off in terms of what a community should look like. That's right. And then I think at that point, if your community isn't like that, you, like you said, you might have to make some difficult decisions. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we want to talk about in this episode is what is happening in your community and what, what do we do when your community isn't like-minded? Right. And if you look at what it should look like, we look at, you know, how are we talking to each other? Yes. How are we talking about our kids, our husbands? Is it good, wholesome talk? Yeah, I mean, a good exercise to do, pause this right now, and then ask yourself, what did my conversations with my community, or whatever you want to call it, friendships, the people you talk to most in your life during the week, what did they consist of? How did they go? You know, like truly pause this and think on that. What was involved in those conversations? Take an inventory of that. Mm -hmm. I think that's an important thing to do because if you're truly committed to making these changes, this might be a tough path to walk right now. Yes. And we want to, we want to encourage you in that too. Yes. You know, you're only going to get better and level up those relationships and that community that you're a part of if you do the hard things. Absolutely. You can't. You can't move it if you're not going to be willing to make some of those difficult decisions. And we've both been through that. So we totally understand how you probably already have like some things in your mind right now that you're already thinking about, or maybe some people that are are part of your community that you're like, "Mm, I need to probably reevaluate and that's okay. You know, we, we want to remember like whatever is good, pure, true, like, is that being seen in your community? Is that being spoken to you? And is it encouraging you to speak that into your community as well? Yeah, there's that whole Ephesians 4.29 that says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Mm -hmm. So to me, like, what are you talking about? Is your talk building each other up? Like you said, where you're building up someone, but then they're also building up you as well. I think that's a great marker for your relationship is like, is this a Ephesians 429 relationship or right? community? And it's very, very clear. You know, are you yeah. praying together when you're together? Yeah. Or is it something you just say you do and you don't actually take action on mm-hmm. it? And praying for each other, praying for your kids, you know, even at, we talked about asking for prayer. And maybe it's some of those other things. We talked about what is encouraging one another and what does building others up? Maybe let's give some examples. If you're kind of like, well, I don't know if my community looks like this. Right. I think I would just say examples of, for me, and building each other up. I always like to say, look for the fruit. Like, what are the fruits of the relationship? We've talked about this in previous episodes. You know, the fruits of the spirit. Peace, patience, love, self-control, joy. You know, we and I have talked about, like, meal trains. You know, having meals for each other. Again, good, wholesome talk. Even, like, living out what you're talking about. Let's say you're in this community and you're you're having these conversations. Like, are they living that out, Right. right? And also, when you're together, are you seeing fruit in them and in your relationship you know is love there right is joy there is peace there or you know let's say you're in community with someone and you always feel like you're kind of the one constantly reaching out or constantly trying to make that effort and there's just like no return like to me that wouldn't 
necessarily be good fruit. It's like this two-way street right. that has to happen. But then you also have to put that layer of the good and wholesome on top of that. Yes. Even self-control. Well, what does that look like? And how is that happening in your relationship? You know, and, and I don't mean this in like a way to like judge people. You know, right. we're not. I'm not saying, oh, you should judge the people you're with. But you should just be able to see the good fruit in any relationship or anything you're doing. And so I always say, like, just gauge everything by the fruit that you're seeing. And if you're not Mm -hmm. seeing a lot of fruit or if it seems pretty rotten, you know, it's probably not like an Ephesians 429 situation. So then that leads us to our next thing. Like, what if your community isn't like-minded? Yes. Isn't showing these fruits that we're looking for and talking about? Yeah, you might be hearing this and going, eh. (laughs) It might be time to make a tough decision. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? I think this is something that, you know, I was told a long time ago, and I it's always stuck with me, of they call it loving someone from a screen door. Mm. And what that means is when you see them, it, you first of all don't have to be like, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> right. You know, like it doesn't have to be, like there's a way to do things and honor that person still, but yet distance yourself. Yeah. And so when you think of a screen door, you know, it keeps things from coming in. Mm. But you can also hear things Mm. from outside. You can see things from outside. And you can still communicate. You're just not inviting them, like, quote, unquote, into your home and into the intimate parts of your life. And you're not spending a lot of one-on-one time together. Right. Because, going back to the fruits, you're not seeing those fruits there. And there's a mantra that my husband and I kind of say, don't go as often and don't stay as long. Mm. If you think of it that way, like you can still see these people. You don't have to just completely ignore them. Yep. But there might be a time where you're like, I probably need to start distancing myself a right. little bit from them. Right. And have boundaries. Well, and I just want to say, because I feel like sometimes people need like permission. They need to hear this. Mm. It's okay to break up with your relationships. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's so hard in this day and age to, I mean, we just all live with so much guilt and shame and mm-hmm. You know, and what ifs, but I think you just need to hear it's okay if a relationship, if there is no good fruit in the community you're in, in the relationship you're in, it's okay to just be done. It really is. It doesn't mean you're not, you don't love Jesus. I mean, you know, Jesus loved people. He loved everyone, but he also spoke the truth in love and then he moved on. We can learn from him and our goal is to be more like him. You know, we're in his image bearers. I always just love the whole, you know, the scriptures speak the truth in love. That's mm-hmm. like my first thing. And mm-hmm. then move on. If it's right. time to move on, do that. Right. You know, like you certainly can love from a screen door. You certainly can have boundaries. Like you said, maybe there's those friends you just have those boundaries with. Maybe there's a situation where you like have to be in community with them. Like, right. Maybe it's yes. like your small group at church and you love it. And there's all these people that you do love, but there's like maybe a few people that you're just not clicking with. There's not good fruit, but you want to stay in that community. Yes. Those might be the people you love from a screen door. Yes. But maybe you're in a community where there's just no good fruit. Maybe it's one person, two people, and it's just time to say, I'm done. Yeah. And maybe you don't even need to say anything. Maybe it's a matter of just no more reaching out, Mm -hmm. you know, moving on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I suppose if they reach out and ask you, you know, you can just honestly, lovingly tell them the truth. Right. and, And then keep moving. And that goes back to that truth and honor. Like, yes. tell them the truth, still honor them as a person. God still loves them. But there's things that have happened or have not happened that you, you know, that you see and you're not seeing those fruits like you're saying. 
sometimes you just have to let it go. Right. And it's hard. And that's why we want to speak this out and encourage you guys in this is because we know that this is a difficult thing to do. Yes. But we also know the importance of it. Yeah. It's true. They say you are the five people you hang out with or something. If you truly like negative people, bad rotten fruit, like it will rot you. Right. You know, and it will rot your heart. Yes. We're supposed to be thinking on good, pure, wholesome things. We're supposed to be speaking those things. There is a lot of scripture. I was just actually reading in Luke this morning about the tongue and the evilness of Mm. the tongue. Mm -hmm. Like truly, and I had to like, that was convicting for me. And it's like, man, if I'm in community with people where we are just rotten to the core with our tongue, there is, guys, there will be no good fruit from that in your personal life too. Right. And so we truly feel this is such an important thing in Mm -hmm. terms of you being able to walk out of joy-filled motherhood that we did two episodes on it and we like want to encourage you to evaluate your current community and if it's not a community that the lord's telling Mm -hmm. you you shouldn't be a part of anymore then we want to encourage you to possibly move on yes and again we're not we're not telling you what to do we've said this in previous episodes we want you to seek the lord's will for your life but that's what we want you to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) seek the lord's will for your life Mm -hmm. when it comes to community right now i think sometimes too you know there can be certain like deal breakers like how are you gauging that relationship And those things might be super important, like what you believe, maybe politically, or what you believe scripturally, you know, spiritually. Those things probably could be deal breakers, Mm -hmm. right? But let's say that they eat a certain way that's different than you. I mean, you know, but I've heard of people like, well, we're just not alike. We have nothing in common. Or like maybe they watch TV shows that you don't agree with or listen to music. I know we've talked about music before, but like maybe they listen to music that you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Or the parent, their kids a certain way that you don't agree with. Right. What are those deal breakers? Yes. And what is like, you can move past that and you can speak truth to each other. Really? Yes. Like, I can tell you, well, I don't agree with that, but this is the way we do it and we can move on. Or right. is it something that is going to continually get in the way yes. and you're not going to see the fruit of what we were just talking about in your community and in your friendships? Right. I really think there are those levels of being in agreement on I think there's a lot that we can let go yep. you know if, if it if it ends if it is good community and there's good fruit and there's that like-mindedness when it comes to the bigger issues but I truly believe I don't know this might ruffle some feathers but if you are not in agreement on those ideas yeah. I really don't think there's going to be a lot of good fruit from it I, I know that from personal experience and relationships that we've been in yeah Well, here's an example. If you truly are convicted and believe that you don't drink, you don't have alcohol in your house, Mm. but yet you're going to a family that every time you go over there to hang out Mm. or to be in community with, and they're pulling out the alcohol. That's a great example. And every time you're like, and you just deep down in your core, that's Holy Spirit talking to you and telling you, this might not be the right community for you. Yep. Because you, I mean, that's like a true core conviction and something that you are like, uh, I don't agree with that. Right. So again, loving from the screen door or don't stay as long and don't no, go as often. Right. Like, yeah, like right. you need to really look at those things and be like, you know, we can still be friends or, or is it more of like this 
acquaintance thing it, or like are you allowing them in and having time with you and your kids and being an influence to even your children yeah that's a big one that's because like, yeah. that's a big deal when you have the alcohol out and you're trying to teach your kids like this is not maybe what we agree with and yet here your friends are like how are you going to tell them when they're in their teen years like stay away from the parties stay away from the alcohol right you've got to be able to say this is the line in the sand yeah and we are not going to cross it. And we're going to have to make some hard decisions. Right. And don't worry about what people are going to think of you. Like they might think, oh, you know, they're the persnickety family or something. You know, and <laughs> right. it's just like, who cares what they think of you? If that is important to you and how you lead your family, mm-hmm. it's just like scripture says, have your yes be yes and your no be no. Mm-hmm. You make those decisions. We've talked about having those family mission statements. If you're questioning it, go back to like, what's your family mission statement? Yes. Right? Like, what did you decide on? What did you land on? Okay, does this situation, this scenario, this community, this this event that we're at or in place of, does it line up with our family mission statement? No? Okay. Mm-hmm. Then your yes is your yes. And you remove yourself and you just stand firm in that. Right. I, and another thing, I thought of another example. I'm going to go here. <laughs> I'm going to bring up church. I mean, I really think that... The people that you are in church with is a huge community Mm -hmm. that you're choosing to be a part of. And if there is a different type of theology being taught that isn't truth or that is that is twisting truth or that is making truth sound more appealing just to bring the masses to the church. It's probably there's not going to be good fruit there. Right. Like, I'm sorry, there just isn't going to be good fruit there. What is the end game for you staying there? Right. You need to evaluate that and step back. I will also say, too, you should really be a part of a church, and Scripture affirms this, that is Mm like-minded. You should be of one thinking. Mm -hmm. And if you were in a church, this actually happened to us at our old church. We actually were part of a church for 13 years that we are no longer a part of for many reasons. But one of them was when there was a lot of political unrest happening with the last election. I hate to even bring up politics, but this is this was the truth. My husband found himself like literally in this nasty exchange of talk with with other men in our church. And basically he was like cut off from these people, not like from the church, but just like in relationship. And we just literally had to step back and be like, And he was cut off because of our beliefs, like because of what we stand for politically. Mm. You know, obviously we are more conservative in our thinking and I'm not going to apologize for that. We believe in truth and we run everything through truth. But that for us was like a whoa moment, like kind of like, who are we going to church with? Who are Mm -hmm. we sitting next to? And I know we, we have to love our enemies too. I'm not saying... I mean, God created these people. He loves them. Mm -hmm. But we can choose to either be a part of that atmosphere or we can choose to remove ourselves from it. Right. I believe that we should not be in community in terms of church with people that are not like-minded. Right. I don't mean like don't mingle with people that aren't like you. I mean, I hope you hear me right. Like I'm not saying don't. It's good to be around people that aren't like you in terms of, you know, Clothing, dress. I just want to remind you, we're talking about community right now. And so I'm saying when you are looking to be a part of a community that fits the definition of what we're talking about here, and if that also includes your church, you might have to make some really tough decisions Mm -hmm. about where you're attending church. And we had to. And a lot of it had to do with 
community. But we believed that the Lord was calling us out of that season. And so I think that's like another well, I'm going back big to, one. Yeah, I think it is too. Going back to seeing the fruits. Right. Like I'm sure that was not any... And we, we've had a similar situation before when Jeremy and I actually got married in a church together and met each other in the church that we were going to. And that was difficult because it was like this was all of our foundational things together. Yeah. And that's hard. Like yes. when we say we know what you guys are going through, if yes. you're really feeling like, ooh, I'm, I might need to make some difficult decisions, we have been through it. Yep. There is light on the other side of yes. it. And, uh-huh. and God will honor that. Mm-hmm. And he honors the truth when you stand up for it. Like yep. he will make sure that you are blessed by that too. And I think when you evaluate those things, yep. whatever community you're a part of, Going back to the fruit, if there's not good fruit that the Lord speaks, that he's saying this is this should be shown, and we all sin, we all are going to make mistakes, but how are we handling those situations? Right. That needs to be our first part of that evaluation. Yeah. Going back to the fruit. I, we just, we're always going to say yeah, that because... I mean, that's just a great way to gauge yeah. things. <laughs> so when we look at how our community is and how it's like-minded, you know, we kind of talked about morals and values now and we talked a little bit about like drawing that line in the sand yep so now we got to take a step and look at ourselves we got to go inward we got to sit down with our spouses yep and be like okay like we just said we sin as well right we're not perfect right well I think if you're struggling to find community or you're like nothing ever's you know I can't find friends or nothing ever feels right right and then you're like well are we the problem (laughs) I mean, and I'm not saying that you are, but I'm just saying it is good, though, to step back and say, okay, let's reflect on ourselves, too. Because the reality is we sin also, and we need to remember that. Your community will have conflict. Yes. Because you are all human. We all sin. And it's really looking at how does that conflict have a good resolution to it? And how are you handling those? And are you still able to be friends through it? Or is it, ah, let's just brush it under the rug and move on and not say anything. And then this stuff festers deep down inside our spirit. And that's not healthy either. So we have to look at ourselves too and be like, am I just holding this back and just like trying to make this work? Or is it actually because we're seeing fruit in this that it it is we can work through these things as a community like we're saying right because of the sin that we're all going to have in our life and we're not all perfect like we're in relationship with others it's gonna happen absolutely i think we also need to step back and ask ourselves like are we in relationship for our own selfish desires (laughs) right like if if you're in these this community that just like isn't working out Mm -hmm. is it because you're looking at what you can get out of the relationship i mean in that poof That'll, like, preach. Yeah. You know, like, is it not working out because you're constantly looking at what you're you're not getting out of it? Is it a social status that you're trying to achieve or or keep? Right. We truly need to be convicted in this. And you need to ask yourself, are you in this relationship for your own selfish desires? And if your answer is yes, then you for sure need to do (laughs) some more reflection and evaluating. And I think if you're listening to this, your goal is to be a more joy-filled mama. Yes. You know, you're trying to walk with the Lord. So I'm confident that whoever's listening to this, you'll understand that and you'll be able to make that reflection. But another question is too, are we in a relationship that may be unhealthy because we're lonely? Are you so lonely that you continue to be in this relationship that is just 
unhealthy. There's no good fruit. I have another example. Yeah. So when Jeremy and I first got married, Jordan had moved away. Mm -hmm. And we were struggling with a lot of things with him being gone. And there were some things happening that we were just praying that God would bring him back to us. Like he needed to be back here. And Jeremy and I were like prayer warriors through it. We were like, this is going to happen. We believe it's going to happen, even though truly the odds were completely against us. Right. And we just like, God will make a way. Like we just trusted that and we felt it in our spirit. And I remember there was some people that we would talk to about this. And granted, they had never been through this certain situation, so they can't fully understand it. And they can't say, well, I know what you're going through because they've never been through it. But is your community still, again, like speaking life into that? Mm. You know what? We're going to be praying for that, too. We believe God is in this with you. And we're going to believe for a miracle. Right. Or are they like completely opposite of that? Because I remember there was words said to us that, it was so defeating. Mm. It wasn't building us up. Right. It was so defeating to us to where we had to say, you know what? We got to distance ourselves. Right. We can't keep hearing that. They just didn't get it. Right. Well, well how pro- are you going to do that? Where was the faith? Mm. Where was the community? Right. Well, that? and you probably were feeling alone in your situation, obviously, with oh, what my you guys goodness. were going through. Yes. And like you said, you could have stayed in, that, in those relationships that were unhealthy and negatively speaking. Obviously we've seen good come out of your faithfulness in that. Praise God. Right. And that's just a classic example of like being obedient too. And like you said, it's like the crab example in the buckets. You know, if you're clawing your way out of a messy situation and these people that you're in community with are pulling you down, regardless if you're lonely, you guys, God has something better for you. I always, our biggest thing in our home is like, if we have an opportunity come up or like something we've been praying about or one of us, if in the past, if we've ever been looking for a new job or, you know, all these things, a house, if we don't get that thing we're praying for, we're always like, okay, Lord, you have something so much better for us, right? Like how exciting. That's that's, the truth. Right. That's our mentality through that is like, okay, you've got something so much better for me. And that's kind of been my story too. And like, we'll talk about here in a minute is past friendships where people were removed from my life and it was like devastating, but he had something and someone so much better for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like everything, like he always goes ahead of us. That's right. And he knows. And so, but it requires our obedience. It requires us to be discerning. And that requires us to be in the word. I mean, we could go back into yeah. this again, which we've been talking yes. about in every episode. But being in connection with him, hearing him, being in the word, what is he speaking to you? Mm-hmm. What is he calling you out to? Mm-hmm. And relationship community is a big one because these people that you are in relationship with and in community with, it can bring you down in a heartbeat. Yep. Scripture literally says there is death in the tongue. Mm-hmm. That will also cover you if you are involved in that. So don't stay in those relationships for your own selfish desires. Don't stay in them because you're lonely. Right. Or maybe you feel the pressure to be in them. Like maybe your husband, you know, maybe like his best friend, you've been trying to connect with his wife or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you guys get together often and it's just not working out. That might be a situation where you just prayerfully go to your husband and say, honey, can we go to scripture with this relationship? Can we ask God if this is who he's calling us to be with? So we need to stand firm in our faith and our beliefs. We talk about truth. We always need to filter it through that and trusting that God's going to give us these good relationships. And when you're in the hard, when you're in, you know, our example is with little Bennett last year. Mm. Well, he's over a year now. It's kind of crazy. 
um, with little Bennett, when he was diagnosed, when I was only 20 weeks pregnant with mm. him, that he was most likely going to have club feet when he was born. Yeah. I vividly remember looking at that doctor. Yes. And I was, I was like, I am rebuking everything you say. <laughs> I am believing that this baby is fully healthy. And in that, even if he's not, I am going to believe that God can through this. And right. there was this, this moment when we even walked out of the hospital. I remember turning to Jeremy and saying, we're not accepting it. Yeah, and he I looked at me and that. he was like, we are, yeah, we're not accepting this. Yeah. We're, we're, we have faith. We have God yeah. that is a miracle worker. We're going to believe this. Yeah. And then going to our community, going to you guys and being like, you know what? This was the diagnosis. He's got club feet and it does, it doesn't matter. Right. Like we are still going to believe that God is good. Yeah. God can heal. And the encouragement that you guys gave us was what we just talked about in, back in Ephesians, like yeah. building each other up. You could have easily said the complete opposite to me. Right. You could have been like, well, you should just trust the doctors. Right. No, like that's not, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. But you guys sat in that with us and were like, yeah, we're going to believe it too. We're yeah. going to pray for pray that, for you know, and it didn't matter if he was or wasn't like we already knew God is good and this yeah. is a healthy body that we're we're growing and it didn't matter. Yep. Like but it mattered for our Well, endurance to run the race. Yeah. Right? Like we're called to persevere. Have that endurance to run the race that God has called us to. You felt called very strongly to your beliefs. You were standing yes. firm in them. So the other way of looking at it, like in this situation, is we trusted you enough mm. to just be like, yes you guys have, you know, like you got this. Like, I think that's the other piece of it where it's like, you're looking for community to also build you up. But then part of that too is like us trusting our community, right? Like you're like, we're going to make this decision. And whether we think it's the right one or not, you know, we're like, yep, we're standing with you, right? Like we trust you guys enough. We have seen your faith. We've seen your love for the Lord and complete trust in him and healing. And we're just like, yes, okay, mm-hmm. yep, you do this. Mm-hmm. You guys, you know, pack up and move for six weeks. Of course, we didn't want you to leave, right. you know, like so hard. selfishly. Yeah, it's yes. like, don't leave us. But like, nope, we got this. I think we came over with you guys mm-hmm. and prayed over you before you left and just mm-hmm. like have cheered you on. And again, we don't have a clue what you know what I mean? We could easily be like, well, you know, yeah, the doctors say you should do this, but mm-hmm. you guys aren't doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, okay, you guys, this is what you think. Yep, we got, we're right here with you. Right. And even though he didn't, like going back to that moment of he was 20 weeks in the womb and then him being born with it, we still were believing for it. I know you were. And, Absolutely. And look at, like, yep. God is healing him. Yeah. And it's just so amazing to, like, looking at, you know, standing firm in your faith and and truly just trusting God with these things, but yep. then having those people to encourage you in that is, you guys, I was just bawling. <laughs> it's it's so encouraging, but I think of of those that don't have it. And you might mm. be listening, and you're like, this is tough. Yeah. And there's been things like I just shared. There are things that we've been through that we didn't have that encouragement and we just had to say, you know what, but look at God blessed us with you guys. And now we get to be in this beautiful community that we just do get to build each other up and it will come. Like you just got to be prayerful about it. 
And you've got to ask for it. Yep. Well, and Colossians 1.23 says, If you continue in your faith, established and firm, mm-hmm. and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard, and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven, and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Mm-hmm. Like, we are called to stand firm and established in our faith. That's right. And that, with that comes trust in from your community like trust from your community that reciprocation of trust right yes. like we saw i just think about the situation that you just talked about like we saw you established in your faith yeah and we came alongside you mm-hmm. and vice versa the same thing would happen if we were in a situation like that we're being called to be like that so mm-hmm. stand firm in your beliefs guys don't compromise them just because you're lonely or because right. you're you know you're in a selfish place just believe for God to bring you good relationships yes. and I promise you he will and I'll say with that maybe God has you in this season of this inward like God wants you to press into him a little bit more right yeah. now yeah you have to be listening to that and if you feel lonely you're not alone right you're not alone in community because God is communing with us all the time. He wants us to commune with him day in and day out, yep. all the time. And I think, you know, there's there's those times where you do, you you might feel isolated, but just mm-hmm. lean into him. He's yeah. right there. I'll actually give a testimony to that. In our first three episodes, we talked about seasons of motherhood, right? And I think this can apply to relationships as well. Like, Absolutely. I feel like friendships can go and come and go in seasons. They have seasons too. Yes. yes. And that is okay. I I remember, I remember hearing that once. I don't remember where. I always remember things, but I don't remember the details. But I heard it was almost like I needed to hear that. It was like permission to like be okay with relationships coming and going. But the one I wanted to give an example of that you were just talking about is I can remember my husband and I were walking through this very dark season. Like I'd call it a pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you could talk about a dark mm-hmm. pit. I was in relationship with with some other women. And at the time I felt like you know, they were my people, right? Like they were, they were encouraging me. I was meeting with them. We were praying together. Like they were my, they were my, my community and we were coming out, my husband and I were coming out of the pit. And so they were walking alongside us through it. Sure. It wasn't bad relationship. It was actually good. But then like things just abruptly shifted and not in a bad way. I mean, a few things happened, but nothing really major. It was almost just like, I didn't hear from them and they didn't hear from me. And I remember being out, actually out in Rapid City at the um, Hills Alive. There was a, it was a music festival out there. And I was like, Lord, why? Why did you take these people out of my life? Like, why did this happen? And I remember audibly hearing from him. I did this because you were relying on them too much. Like, you were going to them before mm. you were coming to me. Oh, that's good. Right. Mm. And so I had to take them out of your life so that you would come to me first. Mm. And I mean, I heard that. It's like, it just came to me and I was like, okay, I get it. I get it now. So I look at it now, like looking back, he gave me the people I needed to help me. Cause I would say they helped me get Great. through that season. They really did. They helped me. I was almost like, I, we re, my husband and I recommitted ourselves to the Lord. I was like that kind of baby mm. Christian during this time. And they really helped me through that season. But then I became too dependent on them. And I don't look at it like the Lord punished me. I look at it like that was for my benefit. But he like took them out of my life and removed them. But he was telling me that I needed to come to him first. Right. And so I look at it like, wow, I am so thankful. And again, now in my current relationships, they're even better than those. 
Right. Like he's he's brought me something and I was obedient to that. I wasn't like angry with him. I wasn't like, how could you? You know, I was just like, wow, Lord, thank you for yes. protecting me. Yes. Right. Because he calls us to him first. We are required to seek him out first and all these things will be given to That's you. That's right. So I had to go through the season of kind of isolation like you were just talking about. Yeah. I had to sit alone. I mean, I had my husband and my family, but I mean... In terms of relationship and community, I didn't have it for a long time mm. because I had to learn these this difficult lesson. Mm-hmm. But I'm so grateful for it now today. No relationship can replace my relationship with him. Right. And I will never let that interfere either mm. with him. I mean, I'll still seek counsel from friendships and sure. community, but I will always go to him first. Right. <laughs> and continually. As it should be. Right. That's great. And ultimately, I will filter... Any decision I make, or my husband and I, same thing, through his word and his truth, and what is he telling us. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'd be that firm in that if we if I hadn't walked through that season. Right. You're talking about seasons, yep. and the beginning of this season of our podcast, we started it off and kicked it off with seasons of motherhood. So if you look at those type of seasons in your motherhood, now in your community, and in friendships like you just shared... It's something that comes and goes, and there's always a season for it. As you are sitting here listening to this, we want to ask you something. You know, what can you think, talk, and pray about from this season right now that you're in? We gave some examples before, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you heard some testimony from both of us. Ask God, what am I supposed to be fully taking out of this season Mm -hmm. we don't want to miss what he has for us right now yes amen and sometimes we do have to look at those past relationships and look behind us to see where God is maybe taking us but we don't need to dwell on those things from the past Mm -hmm. like you said it was like okay God closed that door and now I'm moving forward right and we want you to understand that again reminding you whatever season of motherhood you might be in Mm -hmm. It's going to shift in a year, in a month, maybe next week. Yes. It, there's, it's always constantly evolving. Yep. And same thing with your community. It's not going to look exactly the same for the rest of your life. Right. Because of the things that you are walking through, you might take some of those people with you as you walk through different seasons of life. Yep. But there may be people that you have to leave behind. Yep. And that's what we are challenging you. And that's okay. Yes. Be okay with that. Yes. But I think one thing I was going to say too, you know, you have to remember is that you, we are always changing. Like there's always going to be change. Yeah. Something we heard today at an event we were at is that if you've been married for, was it like 50 years? Yes. You basically had been married then to seven, seven? different people. <laughs> <laughs> I died because yeah. it's like, because we are changing. We're yes. growing. We're becoming different people. Like yep. think about 10 years ago where you were and who you were. Right. Probably not the same. I hope it's not the same person you are today. Amen. And that's how God works. That's what we talk about with these seasons and pushing through and creating new and better community, creating new and better seasons as we walk through them. Yeah. We just, we just hope that you were so encouraged by these last couple episodes of talking about community. Mm -hmm. We could truly go on and on about it um, because we feel so strong about it. And we believe that Holy Spirit has this message for you. We, I Mm -hmm. believe that people listening, um, you just really can relate to a lot of these things that we talked about. And so we hope that you were encouraged, equipped, like Brooke said, 
I think now is a good time to do a little inventory of your current season, Mm -hmm. your season of motherhood, your season of friendship, and kind of walk that out with the Lord and seek his will. Be obedient to that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So as always, ladies, thank you for listening to the Joyfield Motherhood Podcast. We would love for you guys to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so yet. Then you'll get notified when there's a new episode out. We'd love for you to go and give us a review if this episode or any you have listened to um, spoke to you, spoke to your mama heart. We would be so blessed by that. And if you go follow us on Instagram, we are going to be taking just a little mama summer break so that we can be fully present with our families and our kiddos. And we hope that you do the same. Mm -hmm. But so you do get notified when our next episode comes out. Go subscribe and go follow us on Instagram as well because we will let you know as soon as that next episode is out. We have some great content planned for the fall. So we are super excited about that, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, thank you for listening to the Joyfield Motherhood Podcast with your hosts, me, Andrea. And Brooke, we hope you've enjoyed our conversation today. And as always, remember the joy of the Lord is your strength.